it's my pleasure to handle up to Pastor Digico this morning. Good morning, sir. God bless you, sir. Amen. Good morning, sir. 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 In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Momiko, for that powerful charge to remind us that uh, he who wins souls is wise. May God make us Thank wise. You, sir. That's Rem in Jesus' name. Amen. have uh, the grace and the longing to uh, concentrate on what matters to God. So, the Bible says there is rejoicing in heaven over, over each single soul that is one to the kingdom. I pray that uh, we'll have the same passion for souls everywhere we go, that our life will speak volumes that will draw men to God in Jesus' Amen. name. Amen. Amen. Thank you very much, sir, for you, sir. this privilege. Uh, I count it a great honor, sir, to be asked to share, um, lead us in prayer. The first love of the Lord never sleeps. His So how can you do that? Then he said, 
he discovered that the best way to pray for him after exhausting his list is to spend time praying in the spirit. And then I saw a scripture that we all know very well. We all know very well in the New Living Translation. It says, if you have the ability to speak in tongues. So speaking in tongues is an ability. I know of a man of God. One of my, my, my bosses several years ago, full teacher of the word, full of the word and all of that. And that as at the time I was with him, anytime, I mean, he was a Christian and I knew him as a Christian. Anytime there was a prayer, I never had him speak in tongues once. So ability to speak in tongues is actually an endowment from God. It says in 1 Corinthians 14, 2, it says you will be talking only to God. So this morning, I want us to spend just a few moments talking to God in the spirit. Let's go ahead and just talk to him in the spirit.
Thank you, Lord, for giving us audience this morning. Thank, Thank you, Lord. We have mysteries unto you. In those few moments, you have done so much for us in the realm of the spirit. Mm. May you open our eyes to see in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. The story of that apostle. He said he will spend hours and hours. <clears throat> excuse me, praying the spirit, praying the spirit. You know, and at the point he was still with his uh, with his man of God, his mentor. And this old man, when he's praying, the old man will be sleeping. He'll be wondering, ah, what kind of mentor is this? The man will just wake up in the morning and speak one string tongue back. Just less than three minutes. And then we'll begin to see uh, uh, signs and wonders. And I said, there are tongues and there are tongues. There are deep tongues and there are surface tongues. When we speak in tongues, we are tired. Your spirit just comes alive because of the level of the depth of the, the, the praying in the spirit. I pray that God give us that endowment. At will. Several years ago, the man of God of blessed memory, uh, Papa uh, Kenneth Egan, he said at some point, he was one of the people that spoke in tongues for hours and hours. He said he'll be speaking in tongues and at times a scripture will come to him and he'll be wondering what it's all about. Well, as he began to spend time with God, he now realizes that those scriptures were scriptures that God was using to speak to situations. So as we spoke this morning, scriptures were coming to me in my head. I said, what is this? Well, I've, I've learned that when they come, speak them out. That could encourage you or bless somebody or just speak to somebody's situation. Amen. 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 Hebrews 12 and verse 24. Hebrews 12 and verse 24. The Bible tells us that Hebrews 12, 24 from the New King James Version of the Bible. He says, to Jesus, the mediator of the new covenant, and to the blood of sprinkling that speaks better things than that of Abel. The blood of Abel spoke judgment and vengeance. It is only the blood of Jesus that can speak mercy for us and judgment against our adversaries. It is only the blood of Jesus that we can place a demand on and we'll see results. So right there where you are, I want us this morning to place a demand on the blood of Jesus. I learned this several years ago from a man of God. He said from time to time he makes the conclusion to pray the blood of Jesus. So we're going to pray to God and say, Father, such the blood of Jesus, fight for me. In the name of Jesus, Lord of Jesus, let us find a prayer. Lord of Jesus, fight for me, Lord of my children and my husband, fight for my family, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord of Jesus, fight for me, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord of Jesus, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord of Jesus, fight for my children, in the name of Jesus, fight for my children, in the Jesus, 
precious name we have prayed amen i also learned my friends that there's a god who is called the lord god of elijah he's the only one in the whole wide world that answers by fire according to scripture in second kings chapter 2 and verse 14 second kings chapter 2 and verse 14 the bible says then he elijah took the mantle of Elijah that had fallen from him and struck the water and said, Where is the Lord God of Elijah? And when he also had struck the water, it was divided this way and that way. And Elijah crossed over. The Lord God of Elijah is the God that always, always, always makes a way where there is no way. When you go to the end of yourself, he shows up. When you get to the end of yourself, he comes true. We are going to pray and say, where is the Lord God of Elijah? Arise, fight for me. In the name of Jesus, let us fire prayer. Father, we thank you. We give you praise and glory. In Jesus' precious name, we have worshipped. Amen. Within the time that I have, I'll be sharing very quickly on the unsearchable ways of God. The unsearchable ways of God. And our text is taken from Romans chapter 11, verse 33. Romans chapter 11 and verse 33. The Bible says, Oh, the depth of the riches, both of the wisdom and knowledge of God. How unsearchable are his judgments and his ways are past finding out. Oh, the depth of the riches, both of the wisdom and knowledge of God. How unsearchable are his ways, are his judgments, and his ways are past finding out. Ordinarily, we hear people pray for knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. But in God's order of things, it starts with wisdom, understanding, and knowledge, according to scripture in Proverbs chapter 3. 
and verse 19. Proverbs chapter number 3 and verse number uh, 19. Proverbs 3 verse 19. The Bible says, The Lord by wisdom founded the earth. By understanding, he established the heavens. By knowledge, the dead were broken up and clouds dropped down to you. We can see there a, a God of order, a God that is systematic, a God that has a plan, a God that, that, that is orderly in the things that he does. So from this scripture, we can see that creating this earth, from time to time I look at the sky, and I'll be wondering, that what is suspending it? What is holding? What is holding this earth? And the Bible tells us, if you read the book of Job, that there's a place of his thunder. There are times God opens his mouth, he blows his thunder, and then you hear lightning all over the world. That is so amazing. So it says, the earth was founded by the aged and the ancient wisdom of God. That was why I said, where were you when I was forming the earth? It's unquestionable. It is unquestionable God. That's why the songwriter will say, unquestionable you are the Lord. Unquestionable you are the Lord. Unquestionable. Unquestionable. Unquestionable you are the Lord. That is God that we serve. Things that happen to us, we don't have a clue. But it says, in everything, give thanks. Sure. In everything. How can I give thanks? Oh, God. I don't understand. He said, give thanks. God, this child, this grandchild, this my husband, this my wife, this my job. This said, give thanks. Give thanks. In everything, give thanks. There's wisdom in that. He says, by understanding, he put the heavens in place. Oh my goodness. It says by his wisdom, it says by his knowledge, the depths were broken up and the clouds dropped the dew. You'll be wondering, before we sleep, the, the, the grass dry. But you wake up in the morning, you find water there. Who waters them? Who does all of that? God doesn't sleep. That is why I say the keeper of Israel cannot afford to sleep. He doesn't sleep because he watches over you and watches over me. If simply because of that, we have every reason to acknowledge him in all our ways. If you look at it, it's the reason why you and I are still here on this side of eternity. I had a story of a beloved man of God. Last Sometime last year, he fell down while having a shower. That became an injury. And suddenly he passed on. I say, my God, severally you hear about somebody falling down, all of these, they pick up themselves. The mercy of God is so amazing. The wisdom of God is so amazing. We can't even understand him, or we can't understand him. So what do we do? We give him praise. So with God, everything works in sync. Everything works in decency. Everything works in order, and everything works in agreement. Excuse me. First Corinthians chapter 14 and verse 40. First Corinthians 14 verse 40. It says, Whatever we do, let there be decency. Whatever we do, let there be order. In the various relationships, let there be decency, let there be order. When we have peace, the world will be a better place for all of us to live. Right there where you are, you are going to lift up your voice and pray and say, Father, 
Let there be divine order in my life, in my family, in my work, in my business, in my ministry, in all of my we can see that it is the conclusion of the whole matter in fact if you look at romans 11 from the beginning paul began to tell the people of rome he said look uh god hasn't really rejected you guys totally and finally he was telling them that look you stiff naked nation this this look at what you have done he got to a point that even elijah and his time was saying that god i'm the only i'm the only prophet left take me kill me god said look elijah i know you are discouraged I don't know. Who, I don't know who we are this morning. It's possible we are discouraged by what you see around you. God is speaking to you. He says, "Look, we are discouraged. That's why you are praying this kind of prayer." He said, "Look, I have seven thousand of my prophets who have bowed to Baal." I say, "My God," which means that when I'm complaining, God has seven thousand people who can take whatever I'm doing for Him. Oh my goodness! I will stop complaining in Jesus' name. Amen. Paul was assuring them that God had a plan for them, that God had a purpose for them. Brethren, I don't know what you are going through. I'm telling you this morning, encouraging us this morning, that there is a plan, that that will end the praise in the name of Jesus. Israel, they didn't have a clue. The Romans, they didn't have a clue of God's agenda for them. But right where you are, you are going to pray and say, Father, let your plan and purpose for my life be established in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus. Let your plan and purpose for my life and my family be established in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Men are in shapes and sizes, but life is in seasons. We need knowledge to understand the seasons of our lives. For most of us on this call, some of us are in the night of our lives. Some are in mid-afternoon. Some are in the, you know, uh, in the twilight. I pray that whatever season we are, God will give us an understanding in the name of Jesus. So we are going to say, Father, 
Open my eyes and let me understand this season of my life. Let me understand this There's a group of people, they are called the Issachar group. They are called the children of Issachar. Bible actually describes them, you know, in First Chronicles chapter 12 and verse 32. First Chronicles chapter 12 and 32. It said this group of people, they 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 they, they understood the times and they knew what Israel ought to do, which means as God's children. We ought to understand the times of our lives, the times of our lives, the seasons of our lives. There was a apostle Paul said, there was a time I was I was a child. I spoke like a child. But now as an adult, I speak like an adult by God, by the grace of God. Amen. Amen. We are going to pray. I say, Father, Father. like the children of Issachar. Give me an understanding of this time and season of my life so that I may know what to do in the name of Jesus. Give me an understanding of this time and season of my life so that I may know what to do in the name of Jesus. Give me the actions to take me Father, baptize me with the Issachar anointing. 
in the name of Jesus. When you have a disagreement, you can never be stranded. In the name of Jesus, from that text in Romans 11.33, we can see that whatever we have ever gone through, whatever we are going through, or whatever we will ever go through is not strange to God at all. Because his ways are past finding out. The Bible tells us something, an assurance, that regardless of what you are going through, what you've gone through, what we go through, it says, 2 Corinthians 2, verse 12, 19, 2 Corinthians 12, 19, says, my grace is sufficient for you. Amen. My grace is sufficient for you. Right Amen. there where you are, you are going to lift up your voice on fire and pray and say, Father, Father, let your sufficient grace see me through this season and things of my life. In the name of Jesus, my Father, my God, let your sufficient grace see me through this season. Let your Romans 11 33 is a text that calls for humility, is a call unto humility, a call to you and I. In humility to do what to humble ourselves to know that look we have a limit but we serve a limitless god it requires us to to give glory to god to acknowledge him that he is the one who is in full control of the situation because the bible tells us in daniel chapter 2 and verse 21 daniel chapter 2 and verse 21 that he controls the times and the seasons. He knows what you are going through. He knows what you went through. He knows what you yet go through. But guess what? He says it will end in praise. Because the Bible tells us in Psalm 40 and verse 3, Psalm 40 and verse 3, he puts a new song of praise in my mouth. These people will see it and glorify God. Amen. So I'm going to pray and say, Father, Father, let this season yeah. favor me in yeah. all my endeavors. Let this season of my life, let the face of my life bring favor in all my endeavors. In the name of my Jesus, my Father, 
in the mighty name of Jesus. Not only that God controls the times and the season, God does something. It says, Look, I've done so much for you. I've shown you mercy and all of that. And David concluded, actually, that look, David had understanding that God is in charge of everything. But he had an understanding. He said, look, my times are in your hands. Psalm 31 and verse 15. Psalm 31 and verse 15. Our times are in the hands of God. My time is not in the hands of sickness. My times are not in the hands of sorrow. My times are not in the hands of failure. Right there where you are, you are going to pray and say, Father, I thank you because my times are in your hand. I thank you because my times are in your hand. Thank you because my times are not in the hands of sickness. I not in the hand of sorrow. In the hand of affliction. My times are in your hand. In the hand of sickness. In the hands of the unsearchable ways of God. Brethren, as we draw to a conclusion, Scripture tells us very clearly, very clearly, that look, it doesn't matter your plan, that may not be God's plan. It doesn't matter your your agenda. That may not be God's agenda. Because the Bible tells us very clearly in Isaiah 55 and verse 9. Isaiah 55 and verse 9. It says, for as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. We can never equate our ways with God's ways. We, neither can we equate our thoughts with the thoughts of God. Because the Bible says, For I know the thoughts that I think towards you. The Bible tells us that God's thoughts towards us, they are more than the sand on the seashores. What an amazing God. Right there where you are, I want us to pray and say, Father, keep me in the narrow path. Don't let me go astray from you. Keep me Father, in the narrow path. Don't let me go in the narrow path. In the name of Jesus, please help me. Lord, keep me in the narrow path. Let me go away from you, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus, keep me in the narrow path. Keep me in the narrow path. Let me not wander away from you. In the mighty name of Jesus, keep me in the narrow path. Let me not wander away from you. In the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, help my children, help me, because Lord, if anyone of us has wandered away from you, Father, Lord, take the Lord, 
the unsearchable way of God. And one of the unsearchable ways of God is that when we when we when we have all this with God in the realm of the spirit and begin to pray in the spirit, things can be rearranged. So right there where you are, let's confirm us again and pray in the spirit. Let's go ahead and pray in the spirit. Father, we thank you for your word. Thank you. Amen. Thank you. Amen. 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 Am